When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to the podcast. In this session, we will cover the diagnostic workup of primary amenorrhea. Primary amenorrhea is defined as absence of first menstruation by age 16 in the presence of pubertal changes, mainly breast development, or the absence of menstruation by the age of 13 without secondary sexual characteristics, mainly breast development. The reason for choosing age 16 has to do with the fact that in the U.S., 95 to 97 percent of young girls would have reached menstruation by the age of 15. The workup of primary amenorrhea is really based on the presence or absence of breast development. The diagnostic algorithm will be divided between the presence of breast development or the absence of breast development. In this case, breast development is a physical surrogate marker for the presence of estrogen. Okay, well, let's first evaluate primary amenorrhea in the absence of breast development. Again, that's a surrogate marker for the absence of estrogen. In this case, it's indicated to check both FSH and LH in the serum. Low values defined as less than 5 makes a diagnosis of hypogonadotropic hypogonadism. And in this case, TSH prolactin, and a pituitary MRI may be indicated. In cases when FSH and LH are actually elevated or high, defined as a value greater than 20, the diagnosis is hypergonadotropic hypogonadism. In this case, chromosomes should be checked. 46XX may signify premature ovarian failure, whereas 45XO signifies Turner syndrome. In cases of primary amenorrhea and no breast development and a 46XY karyotype, the diagnosis is Swire syndrome. Alright, now let's take a look at primary amenorrhea, but in this case with breast development. Again, that's a surrogate marker for the presence of estrogen, more specifically estradiol. In this case, an ultrasound should be ordered to confirm the presence or absence of a uterus. This can be done with either a transabdominal or a transvaginal ultrasound. This algorithm for primary amenorrhea with breast development will then be divided into those with a uterus present or those without a uterus present. Now, in those women with primary amenorrheas and a uterus not present, this is an indication to check chromosomes. In this case, a finding of 46XY signifies androgen insensitivity syndrome. This has to do with a defect in the testosterone receptor. In women with primary amenorrhea but a uterus not present who are found to be 46XX, Diagnostic consideration should be given towards Mullerian agenesis, and in these patients, evaluation of the renal system is also required. 
Okay, well now let's take a look at those women who present with primary amenorrhea with breast development and have a uterus present. Remember, this is the second part of the algorithm. In these women, an evaluation of the outflow tract is required. If no obstruction is found, however, then consider secondary amenorrhea as a possibility. All right, well, let's wrap up this quick session with a quick review of the workup of primary amenorrhea. Remember, that's the absence of menstruation by age 16 with secondary sexual characteristics, mainly breast development, or by age 13 with no breast development. If breasts are present, then the workup then defaults to whether a uterus is present or not. If a uterus is present, that's a clue to check for outflow tract obstruction. But if a uterus is not present, that's an indication to check for chromosomes. However, with primary amenorrhea and the absence of breast, that's an indication to check FSH. Low FSH in this case signifies hypogonadotropic hypogonadism and a test of TSH, prolactin, and a pituitary MRI is required. In cases where the FSH is high in patients with primary amenorrhea and absent breast, the diagnosis is hypergonadotropic, hypogonadism, and this also mandates chromosome assessment. Well, that wraps up our session. We'll see you next time.